good scent gives birth to love and life. We foster passion to grow geniuses which lift humanity. And tailor technology to preserve liberty in balance with nature. Welcome, Welcome to Radical. back here when you when you put those on with long hair you're gonna have to like start at the crown a little bit and then maybe rotate them forward like this watch you put them on like this and then rotate them forward yeah you did it again didn't you can you just leave them on oh you good right there perfect check 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 (laughs) mic check welcome to radical I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Thank you guys for being with me. We're just going to roll right into this show. Uh, you guys may have heard I have a guest in the studio today. This is the Thanksgiving special with... Henry. Henry Hazel. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. I went around earlier and I said, hey, listen, uh, I'm doing Thanksgiving. And everybody was like, well, what are you doing? What are you doing with Thanksgiving? I was like, I'm doing Thanksgiving on the show. Like, we're going to talk about... Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Oh, pretty pretty easy concept, right? Yeah, a lot to say about Thanksgiving. It's probably one of the best holidays for reflection. I think. You know what I mean? Like, kind of get kind of kind of gets you into that mood. Like, hey man, we're about to go into a season of thanks and and, and everything else, right? Because we're about to go into winter, aren't we? Just me and you. Thanks for not hanging me out, kid. I I really appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, you're good kid. Mm. I knew Jackson wasn't gonna do it. Yeah, well, Jackson's. uh, So the the kids have had the week off. Um, Henry and I have been a little under the weather, which we're recovering. You feeling better? Yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, Uh, a little bit of a sinus thing, a little bit of a tummy thing. Got beat up by a dog. (laughs) Oh yeah, we gotta talk about that too, right? Yeah. Part of it. Um, but at any rate, um, yeah, we, we've, we've kind of been sick. That's why I think Monday and Tuesday, I was just like, man, I'm not really feeling all that great. And when I don't have my best, I'm not going to go in front of a microphone and give you guys some time filler that, uh, that waste your time. So this episode, I think landed serendipitously right here. What does serendipitously mean? Do you know? No oh, come on homeschool. Um, serendipitously means not by chance. Um, no, not a coincidence. It's, it's a happy or a happy coincidence. I actually think happy coincidence is the literal definition of serendipitous. So when I say that, uh, this was serendipitous, I, we were sick. I couldn't do a show earlier in the week. So this morning, um, did you wake up to a, a loud noise? Oh, okay. So, uh, wake up ever. I was down in the kitchen having some coffee, doing my coffee in contemplation like Hopper. You ever, you remember that? Nobody's trapped. She's trapped, trapped like a rat. Um, yeah, our dog's in here. Well, I should say one of our dogs is in here. At least she joined us. Yeah. We're, um, and outside, I know that I've got a couple of my buddies who are part of this brave mission out here on the mountain doing a little, do a little hunting this morning. And when 
when I heard the, the, the gun go off, I got super excited. So our buddy Mac, who was out hunting. Got his first deer. Yeah, with our buddy Kiko. Um, and he... He's been he's been coming out here for a couple of years now, yeah, and he's never gotten anything, N- never. Like, it comes up dry every time. Just gets lucky. Well, I think he's. I think the reason why Kiko's a damn working, good Kiko's a damn good hunter because he stays and yeah, he, he, he doesn't hunts. expect the deer. Hmm. But he also knows how to stay still. Yeah. Kiko's a damn fine hunter. Like I will say, like that guy. Um, if I'm going to the woods with somebody, and we definitely have to eat, Kiko's a good guy to have with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you take the hunter and you go get something to eat. And then we get water from down the stream. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, Mac uh, got his first little buck this morning, and yeah, he this we've been waiting on this for a super super long time. Uh, Kiko, the the hunter, uh, and Mac, the the medicine man, we'll call him that. This guy, no <laughs> Mac, um, and and that's that's the thing is this is such a you know a, a welcoming type of group, right? Like our tribe, his tribe, Kiko's tribe, like all of our our tribes have been brought together in like in the season of hunting and everything out here, and you know, when you do this and you do it well and a guy understands that it's not just about like if something walks in front of you, you know, yeah, bang and it's dead. But, um, uh, we did have to kill that armadillo at the farm. Yeah, we did. Because it was making too much noise. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. And they're, they're kind of a pest. But with that being said, with, uh, Mac now, you know, coming into this and seeing it and understanding herd management and understanding, like, you take out the old does and you take out anything that might look like it's lame or if it's, uh, if it's a, a, you know, everything else is done, maybe a cow horn here and there. Oh, you don't kill a young deer because they have still, yeah, they can make more deer. Yeah, they're, they're there to, if they're a healthy young deer, it's, uh, it's one thing, uh, to, to let those guys but move on and walk because they're going to help the, the entire population. But sometimes you have to put it out of its misery. Yeah, sometimes you got to do that too. And sometimes... Like badly injured. Yeah, and sometimes you got to fill that freezer, right? And there are times when you'll take a really nice doe or maybe a doe that's a little bit younger. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter sometimes. Like, part of the year, I don't think a lot of people realize just how many deer there are in the North Georgia mountains. Like, there's tons and tons of deer. They're not the best quality deer in the world. They climb mountains. They're basically mountain goats that look like deer, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, crazy. The, the the morning unfolded. You know, we got went down, grabbed the deer, brought it up the hill, uh, put it out on the uh, the crank and the skinner. A lot of people don't have skinners. And so when, when I say that, you know, we've got a, a boat crank that's latched up to where you can hang this thing. And we start showing Mac, you know, how to, how to skin his first deer, you know, like the work really kind of begins then. And that's where, uh, because, because this deer was a lot, it was, it was young, you know, two years, like we were having such a good time telling jokes, you know, uh, yeah. So like Kiko bends down and he takes his, uh, thumb and he wipes the lips of the deer and he goes, Oh, Mac, just wiping the milk off of this guy's lips. Like he's still feeding, you know, like from his mom, like he's that young. So 
we're giving him a hard time about how young the deer was that he took. But I mean, what a, what a good time, you know, you, you start to get into the organs and everything else and into the heart and Mac actually shot this thing right in the heart, man. Like when we finally got to the heart to pull it out to like, yeah. you know, put the blood on his face and everything hit the heart. Boom. Nailed it. It was a great shot. Yeah. That was, I think that's a cool thing when you hunt, like you get to shoot a deer. Yeah. But I don't know how to handle a gun yet. <laughs> well, you, you know, yeah, you know a little bit and you know, it's, you know, the rules, which is treat like it's loaded. Yeah. Treat it like it's don't take a gun. If you don't, you don't get to touch anything until me or your uncle Brett hands it to you. Right. Yeah. That's it. And, uh, yeah, you know, the rules, which is cool too. Right. So what I guess I'm thankful for this morning, um, first and foremost, and why I will, is like, you know, this, let's, let's just do a Thanksgiving show. Um, is the opportunity to have guys like us and families like us come out and hunt and fill their freezer and be excited and be connected and, you know, understand, yeah. And understand a, a different way of life a little bit, right? Like this, this more connectedness to the world and to be able to spread that to people, to be able to show guys just, Hey, it gives guys the itch. It gives guys the itch to get out of there, out of the city and out of the suburbs and get back to like living in balance, which is what creates really free people, right? Yeah, it's like, it's that's that's what I'm super thankful for, man. I'm super thankful to have um, this, this, I don't know, blessing to help give to other people. I think it's amazing. How do you feel about it? Good. Yeah. Do you do you know that you know helping those guys put meat in the freezer for their family? You know how. Well, dude, that's um, you're helping those guys feed their family, man. That's that's a really cool thing. That's to 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 teach a guy how to hunt and give him you know some space to go out and do it. That's a really cool thing. That's what uh, Mr. David did for us back in the day. He got he was the one that introduced me to it, and I was like, boy, we gotta we gotta make this happen. We gotta, we gotta get her out of the rat race, right? Yeah, like get out of that, uh, the yellow house. Mm-hmm. Old, old house. Yeah. We, uh, and that's the thing is there's some motivation behind it. Motivation to go do something bigger, something different, something completely not what they told you it was. To, to make homeschooling and homesteading, you know, something really cool for people and, show people exactly just how amazing this connection is to the land and each other, how it brings people together in camaraderie. Just, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. All right, so I've said the first thing that I'm thankful for, um, you you had mentioned uh, earlier in the show. How I'd, thankful I am for the, my bed. <laughs> for your bed? Yeah, you, that oh, the, yeah, in the last show. But you, you mentioned um, we picked up a new family member this week. Well, I guess it should say last week, right? Yeah. Who, who was that? I don't remember. Our new family member? Our pup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we haven't named him yet. <laughs> I'm thinking of calling him... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, so that's the problem we've got right now is we've got, we've got a little puppy. 
Cat Kenobi. Well, yeah. I'm thinking of calling him Obi Wan, so we can just when they're both missing, we can say Obi Wan Kenobi. Just yell for him out out the front. Yeah. It's a. I, I think it'd be hysterical every time you had to do it. Obi Wan Kenobi. Every time, you know, just go out on the front porch. Obi Wan Kenobi. If we had neighbors, they'd think we're nuts. <laughs> we do have one neighbor. Yeah, we do. We have we have people. We're not going to talk about those people. Um, at any rate, uh, when we got uh, this little dog this week, uh, it's kind of a, a serendipitous uh, moment again. We were about to take in my mom and dad's dog who uh, needs to go on a bit of a diet. So I've been, a lot of people don't, maybe they don't know this. I've been training Dobermans since I was born, basically. Yeah. Uh, my mom and dad uh, bred Dobermans. They had kennel uh, up in Michigan. They they did some more breeding down here in Georgia when we got here. He used to do a bunch of shows. Like I grew up, you know, around dog shows and stuff like that. Do you remember those um, uh, at the pumpkin patch, those guys who trained their dogs yeah extremely well yeah nobody had any idea how well trained they are i think a lot of people don't understand how smart their dogs are and, and then don't get me wrong not all dogs are that smart but like dobermans shepherd uh collies those dogs are they're crazy smart and you know that's one of the things with this dog we this little uh dog that came into our life He's a little Doberman puppy, just happened to be um, abandoned by some breeder, unfortunately, and another breeder got a hold of him um, and then sent him to a friend. And they live next to one of our friends who knows that we've always had Dobermans. And so this little guy came into our life uh, almost on the day where I was going to go pick up my mom and dad's Doberman and then, put, put her on a diet. We got a puppy. Yeah, then the puppy. And this guy, man, I'll tell you what. Yeah, he's uh, he's got those sharp puppy teeth, but uh, this guy was emaciated. Uh, he's he's still bald in some places. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're thinking of. Bald. You know, rough start uh, f- for life, and the fact that he's here now in a Doberman house. You know, he was looking at living in a chicken coop, uh, and I don't know if it had chickens in it or not. We have chickens. Until you had hookworm when we first got him, and hopefully that's all worked out of the system now. But the um, this little guy, man, came in, and he's just been he's been a real joy. He's about eight weeks old. He's, I mean, he's not super big. He's, you know, big enough to run and give our five-year-old European dope some hell. But, you know. Uh, but Kenobi's going to get better. Yeah. Kenobi's going to get, yeah, Kenobi's going to get better. She'll get better. And that's the thing. People got to work. If, you, if you've ever introduced dogs, especially if they're smart dogs like Dobermans or anything. And I also see how small he is compared to Kenobi. Yeah. And like Huck isn't like not even as big as Kenobi is he no is not she? even close like 20 pounds less at minimum 25 pounds so yeah it, it like I was saying you know if these these dogs so Kenobi's a European dog but she's a she's about a hundred pound dog and this little guy I think he's an American standard and you know this that's about the only two differences in the types of Dobermans are besides the you know the coat color which um I've never had, I don't think I've ever had a fawn. I've had reds, I've had blacks, I've never had blues. And I mean, there was a cool blue there when Yeah. Really cool blue. Very they're very, very rare. Rare. But um Imagine if he was blue. 
you know, Fawn's good enough for me. But th- this this little guy came in, and I'll tell you what, I think you guys have really kind of enjoyed seeing. Um, and I, good job, too, on helping to take care of him. Because I told you guys, when if, if we're going to go get this guy, look, you're going to have to help with the cleanup. Because until he's housebroken, man... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're uh, you're getting down there and cleaning up because you know back and everything else for me like bending over repeatedly trying to clean up you know puppy piss and poop. It's just like nah, this is gonna this is good responsibility time for you guys to learn. The only time we'll dive, we'll bend his back. <laughs> yeah, it also helps you guys learn like the responsibility of another life it, when you have to like watch that thing like a hawk if he's around, or you have to make sure he's in his crate. And safe, right? Because mm-hmm. those guys, that's you a hole in your wall if you don't watch them carefully enough. Yeah. He sounds so sad when he goes in the crate. Yeah. Moving so, on. <laughs> I'm, so I'm grateful for that too. Um, the next thing that I am just, I think, probably the most grateful for. Um, well, no. There's, we're going to keep going. This year has been crazy. Um yeah. Number one is you guys, obviously, yeah. right? You guys, my kids, my wife, my family that is here. Oh, man. Let me tell you how special you guys are to me. Like, you guys are crazy special. When when I was down and out this year, like, I didn't know what was going to happen. I had no idea. I've never felt that kind of pain and suffering in my entire on life. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about like, in the hospital this year. Oh, yeah. Mm. That sucked. Yeah, but here's the thing is. Yeah, it did suck. It was terrible. It was it was you were like gone for like 50 days. I was gone for too long. Yeah. Yeah. Too uh, it was it was a, it was a few weeks. So And that's when Moon Knight was here. <laughs> yeah. When uh watch it with you. Yeah, that's, that's right. We didn't get to watch it together because what was going on. It's like, just go watch it anyway. But when I was in the hospital, all I could think about was you guys. Like, I was so... Excited I was, to see us. I was so excited to see you guys. I and, man, I got to come home for, like, one night, and I had to go back to the hospital, like, the same night. Oh, boy, but I got to see you guys in between. It was, you know, I'd say it was worth it. The amount of pain that I went back to the hospital and was just... I mean, laying in the back of the truck, just getting back. But the entire time I was in there going through all that kind of stuff, I was, I, you know, trying to find happy thoughts and all that kind of stuff. Like, positive. yeah, being positive, right? Finding that real, not only will to live, but the will to get better, like remarkably better every day. That push, that desire to get back to like, you know, Life. As as I'm getting older, right, yeah. running and jumping and doing crazy stuff, it's gonna like hurt you. Yeah, it, it can, and it'll hurt more if you don't take care of yourself. So, like Tom Cruise. Yeah, <laughs> for you guys this year to be my inspiration for all that it means you're a great family first and foremost, great kids, an amazing wife. Um, for you guys to be that, you know, and and to take care of everything that you guys were taking care of you guys were taking care of the chickens and the dog and you know making sure that nobody died and you guys were alone a lot 
you guys you guys had a lot of alone time with grandma and grandpa here yeah were, were, were almost like chickens, 80s kids were the chickens here by back then yeah 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 that's when we were building the coop one of uh one of our good buddies drew yeah. and carrie they came out and uh helped finish up the uh, the coop door so that we could actually get them enclosed that was a big deal super yeah. big deal for Having like that big plastic box though yeah, for have, having you guys out here, you know, taking care of things while Daddy was in the hospital, man, what a what a thing to be thankful for. It pays off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Good friends, good family. Healthy Whew. family. Yeah, healthy family, family that you know can actually do some things and has some real skills already. That's I don't a, know how to tie stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I suck at that. That's yeah, my well. one. You'll you'll figure out uh, knots. Trust me, I, I will set you and your brother down, and we'll we'll do some knots. That's that's one thing. Do you know that's one thing we had to learn? We had to take a rope with us everywhere when we were in the Marine Corps, like like at reconnaissance. Because it's important. Like, <laughs> yeah, you better know how to, to like, tie some knots. Yeah. You better wish you have a rope on you. Well, and you better hope you know like what kind of knot to tie at the right point because life and death sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, besides, you know, you guys just being inspiring, being, you know, just amazing kids, right? Like, I am thankful for your health. I am thankful. Oh, thanks, man. I'm thankful for the humor that you've brought me, the humor that, you know, you guys have, you know, helped me with during this entire thing. Like, there are times when you guys are like, let's go, let's go. And, like, I'll push as hard as I can. And,. You know, during that time, sometimes it hurt a little bit. I'll tell you, sometimes it was you guys like, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And I was like, yeah, I've got to try something new someday. Can't stay in this bed forever. Yeah. Try as You got to try as much as you can. Like uh, go outside and try something new. Like get water from the. Get water from the creek. Creek, yeah. Yeah, try something new. I'll tell you what. You know how long it took us to do that? Oh. Like an hour? No, like from May. From the beginning of May until we did that in late October, early November? Yeah. That's how long it took. I remember when we went to Michigan. That was fun, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it something you're thankful for? Yeah. Yeah, experiences like that? I'm thankful for we slept outside. Do you, do you, feel, do you feel a connectedness? Doing like living this kind of life, do you feel different than you used to about like where you live? Yeah, I feel I'm, I'm. I shouldn't have. We should have been spending a lot of time outside when at, at the old house because we had a patch of grass that we could just go out barefoot and get grounded. Yeah, that's kind of a cool thing, isn't it? But we didn't do it. We wasted our time. Well, your dad did it. I walked around in the backyard quite a bit. Well, and you guys are so little over there, Henry. Like, give yourself a little break. <laughs> the um, the the thing is, is that you know maybe you can help us get a patch of grass out here, and you can maintain just our little grounding patch or whatever. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry about that. But I am thankful for being here and doing life with you guys this the way we're doing it um this is not easy and you guys kind of sail through it because you've never known anything else and i i think that there's a testament to the adaptability of kids to not only 
change, but to learn and to learn fast and to learn in a lot of nuance where I think some of the, do you know what epigenetic means? No. So epigenetics, if like say, you know, your dad is good with, you know, building like work, design work and all that kind of stuff. Guess who else was? My 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 grandfather was great at it. My dad was a hell of a hard worker, right? And when you start to see who the people were before you, grandparents, fathers, whatever it is, great-grandparents, uncles, there's something sometimes that people believe is passed down what's called epigenetically. So that when you grow up, you might just have a passion and a naturalness to working with wood or designing things like, like you do building, with Legos. Like building that shelf in the, for the... Um, uh, well, look what you've done with Legos already, yeah, right? Like, it's I mean, crazy. It is crazy. It, it, it's nuts. This, it's, the things you bring so me... It's so weird to build plastic hmm. bricks. Yeah. So, epi- plastic bricks. so back to this epigenetic thing. When you're out here and you're doing things and it just seems good or natural and all that kind of stuff, that's because your ancestors, each and every darn one of them, most of them got here by scratching in the dirt, playing in the dirt, knowing nature. It's only been like, I don't know, a very short time period where we were not an agrarian, which means not a farming society. Does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of people, we, like a long time ago, America was a bunch of you know farmers. You pulling your thumb off? Live on, live on video. <laughs> um, so I am thankful for like you guys being able to come out here and experience this and be taught in a very different way. Yeah, pretty thankful for your mom being able to do that kind of stuff with you. Yeah, as the well. Fact that she has a garden. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Your mom's got a garden and a chicken coop. We used to hate vegetables. Like, ew, get that thing away from me. But now you know like where it comes from. You know the care that went into it. You know the love that went into it. You know how many hours she goes out there and works on that garden? A lot. She and she I, held that thing together I, while I was in the hospital, man. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. You find yourself a girl like that. <laughs> a, a girl who can care for chickens, kids, and a garden, all while caring and for a, a guy in the hospital. And a dog. And a dog. Two dogs, actually. Mm. That's, uh, and three kids. Pretty awesome. Yeah, you guys, you guys are the, the biggest lot. handful. Oh yeah, think about that. That's why when I tell you guys, you know, when, whenever your mom says anything, oh, you better jump, you better get at it right then and right there. She better be your full and undivided attention. But what if she tells me to like stay here and tells me like instructs me to what to do? <laughs> you better do it. <laughs> Like whatever stay, whatever like it is. Stay there and listen to the instructions. Yeah. She could send you smoke signals, and you better do whatever she's trying to tell you to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are we at? Almost half an hour already. What, if anything else, what, are, what kind of food are you, are you looking forward to on Thanksgiving? Uh, mashed potatoes. Some, uh, mashed potatoes. Ham. Mashed potatoes and ham? I don't think we're having ham. I think we're having turkey. Pie. I think we're having steak. Steak and turkey. Steak and turkey? No mashed potatoes? I think we're having some mashed potatoes. I know we're having sweet potatoes. I remember when we used to, me and Jackson used to hate potatoes. Yeah. 
You gonna try some of the gizzard stuffing this time? What's that? That's where I take the turkey liver and heart and kidneys and all that kind of stuff, and I put it into a uh, stuffing, the, the bread and stuffing. Yeah, we'll have that. Some people won't eat the uh, the gizzard stuffing. It's really good What's for you. It's got instead of just bread and butter and water, it's got a bunch of meat, like liver and heart and kidneys in it from the turkey. Yeah, it's rich. It's really good. It's good yeah. for you. It's better for you too. Um, what else, Henry? What else are we thankful for? Is that you think that's probably a pretty good place to wrap uh, a Thanksgiving show? I'm thankful for this world. Yeah. And how <laughs> crazy rock flying through space. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I agree with you. It doesn't make no. any sense. But um, all right. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show. The uh. The crowd that you guys have become, I'd be lost if I said I wasn't thankful for you as well. Uh, this has not been the easiest year for me, and I know for a lot of you. I've heard from a lot of you, and I know what you're going through. Um, to be able to bring you guys answers, to bring you solutions, to bring you guys examples of what a different type of life can be like. Um, man, what a what a blessing this audience is. Thank you guys for all that you're doing. We've got big, big, big plans now for doing a lot of outreach with Brave, which I'll tell you, if there's a passion of mine, it's helping people communicate in a more positive way, right? Like let's, yeah. we talk about that all the time in my house. Hey, how are you talking to your sister? Hey, how are you talking to your brother? Hey, how are you talking to your mom? Stop. I love you. We need to talk. Like I'm feeling a certain way. You're doing this thing. What's going on? Like the positive communication I thing. Talk like I'm uh, the girl from Disenchanted. I'm sorry, Enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah, let's not talk like <laughs> that, right? Too. So when when I get to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, from me to this audience too, for sticking around during some really dark times this year, where I wasn't doing shows, I think for like about over a month uh, at least, and for me a guy that hasn't really missed an entire week in about four years. That's uh, That was painful. And so I thank you guys for all that are still here, that are still hanging out, that are still you know, just helping me push and do radical things. You know, that's, that's what it's going to take to be free. I'm going to keep uh, is learning as much as possible, uh, showing you guys what I'm learning, and bringing in just a whole host of amazing guests to do real positive people work and uh, talk about our real history as people and to kind of put away the nonsense. And, like that guy who on the TV show that you watch. The yeah. Guy, like who went to the structures. Oh, the... Like the uh, that uh, forgot our history. Yeah, the ancient, uh, oh, ancient apocalypse. Ancient yeah. Apocalypse. Graham Hancock, amazing series if you haven't watched it. We'll talk about it. Might even reach out to Graham and see if we can't get him to come on the show. I want to talk to some astrologers. Uh, astrologers, I think, is the, the, the proper pronunciation. But, man, I am so excited. Um, thank you guys for all doing life with me. I love you guys. I need you. Peace. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family. Don't talk politics. <laughs> talk love. Talk love. <laughs>
Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.